You know your country is safe when the watchdog over your security services has nothing to complain about. Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Brussels, Ontario, Canada. You're listening to Quick Hits. Okay, came across this article on the CBC this morning. This is uh, December the 12th. It's actually posted on December the 11th. Headline, CSIS use of geolocation data could be unlawful, says Watchdog. CSIS, of course, is the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, where I toiled for 15 years as a counterterrorism analyst. Uh, The article goes on to say the Canadian Security Intelligence Service's use of publicly available geolocation. Let Let me underscore that. Publicly available data without a warrant may have broken the law, according to what's called the National Security and Intelligence Review Agency, or NSIRA, which tabled its first report to the House of Commons on Friday. It says, the review found that there's a risk that CSIS breached Section 8 of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which protects against unreasonable search and seizure. Okay, let me unpack this for you, shall I? The CSIS, which is the National Security Intelligence Service for Canada, had reasonable grounds to suspect there was a threat to national security as defined in Section 12 of the CSIS Act, which dates from 1984. Reasonable grounds to suspect somebody was doing something nasty, which gives it full legal authority to run an investigation. Oh, and by the way, if the nastiness continues, CSIS can do a whole host of things like recruit human sources, to provide intelligence, it can apply for a federal court warrant to intercept private communications. It can undertake surveillance, physical surveillance, and it can liaise with domestic and foreign partners just to see how nasty the Nazis this is. According to the NSIRA, this watchdog, brand new watchdog, the fact that CSIS used publicly available information, geolocation data, without a warrant may violate Canadian law. What the hell is wrong with these people? Okay, full disclosure. I looked at who is on the NSIRA, this this new council, and not a single person, to the best of my knowledge, has any background in security intelligence. There's a couple pros, there's a couple MPs, blah, blah, blah. It looks like a couple of folks with legal backgrounds, but no one, no one ever worked at the coalface in intelligence. No one did an investigation. No one was responsible for helping to keep Canada safe. And yet these officials have decided to label CSIS as possibly in violation of the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms because it used open source data. Data that you or me or my Tante Therese could have gathered completely legally to do whatever the hell you want with it. It's openly available information. Why in God's name would CSIS need a warrant to use openly available information? Let me put this in context for you. When I worked at CSIS from 2001 to 2015, I had access to a shitload of information, only a small percentage of which was actually secret or even higher in classification. I relied to a large extent on open source information to help me understand what was going on in the world, to help me give me a context for the types of things that I was keeping track of and asked to report on and analyze and advise the government of Canada. CSIS's role is to advise the government on threats to national security and public safety. Open source was my go-to thing. So NSIRA is now suggesting that if I had, I don't know, Googled NSIRA, I needed a warrant to use the information. If I was writing a report on the uselessness of the NSIRA, is that the road we're going to go down? 
as a colleague of mine wrote this morning, she too was following this information and she was an investigator. I was just an analyst. She was an actual intelligence officer doing investigations. She said she relied on open source information all the time. And now this august body of parliamentarians is suggesting that CSIS needs a warrant to get a Google account, to look at Firefox, Internet Explorer. What kind of lunacy is this? You know what? It, here's, here's the problem, guys. In a country like Canada, which is a really, really safe country for the most part, we don't have levels of crime, levels of violence that many parts of the world are unfortunately all too often beset with. We're, a, we're the peaceable kingdom, as people like to call us. It's not to say we don't need CSIS we don't, and that we don't need the RCMP and other law enforcement agencies to help keep us safe. But you know what? We're doing pretty well. So for the NSIRA to point this out as a problem merely emphasizes, as far as I'm concerned, just how safe we are and just how little there is to do at this new National Security Intelligence Review Agency. In other words, they're not worried about threats to national security because either A, they don't understand them. I guess the answer to that is, is probably true. B, they trust CSIS and the RCMP to take care of it, although this report suggests maybe they don't. Or C, they've got too much time on their hands and therefore they're looking for things to write about. They're looking for excuses to take CSIS and its partners to the bar and say, you guys did wrong. We're going to slap your wrist. We're going to say that you're violating the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Can you imagine any other country where terrorism is unfortunately a daily occurrence for their national security oversight bodies to worry about this kind of crap? Absolutely not. The bottom line is we're talking about publicly available information. And this report suggests that openly available information that my dog can use if I had a dog. I don't have a dog, but if if my dog was smart, he could use it. Needs to apply to a court just because it's CSIS. They need a warrant. As I said, the grounds upon which CSIS is authorized under federal legislation passed by parliament in 1984 is they need reasonable grounds to suspect there is a threat to national security as defined under Section 2 of the Act. So espionage, interference by foreign states, counterterrorism, and subversion slash sabotage. We don't talk about that as much as we used to in the 1960s, 1970s. That's all CSIS needs. Yeah, if it wants to go after private communications, i.e. someone's telephone calls or someone's private messaging or someone's emails, yeah, they got to get a warrant. They have to go to court. And I've met many of my former colleagues who act as affiants in the court had to demonstrate to a judge that CSIS required these powers. It required this access. And it was a very high hurdle to pass, as it should be. We want our security services to have these extraordinary powers under Canadian law, only where there's an absolute need to do so. And I have heard from many friends where these warrants were rejected. The courts found, the judges found, there simply wasn't enough there there. And that the service, which is what we call CSIS around town, didn't show the absolute need to have it. Go back, go back to the drawing board, come up with more information, come back and reapply, convince me that you need this power because I'm not giving you today. But open source information, this is a joke. This is an absolute joke. And it really, to me, calls into question just what the hell this body is trying to, is, is even there for. Now, I haven't read the whole 92 page report. It's the first report of this new agency. I might, I might not. I scanned it, it looks pretty boring to me. But I think Canadians have a legitimate question on their minds right now. If the worst thing that we have to worry about when it comes to what CSIS does here in Canada is that they're using open source information without a warrant, we have to be the luckiest planet in the known universe. 
because there are lots of intelligence agencies in other parts of the world that, shall we say, do things a little more problematic, like torture people or kill them or throw them into holes in the ground for months or years at a time. Okay, that those are problematic behaviors for a security intelligence service using Google or geolocation data ain't one of those. I don't know what this body thinks it is. As I said, it really strikes me as a very inept and not very knowledgeable agency when it comes to national security, which raises the question why we have one in the first place. I do think we need oversight. By the way, two-thirds of the CSIS Act is devoted to oversight. Only one-third talks about what it can do. The other two-thirds talks about what it can't do. It has to be the most oversighted, overseen, oversought, overseed, I don't know what the, what the, what the participle is, agency in the world. And this is the best that that agency can do in its first report. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of your time. And it's a waste of taxpayers' money. Anyhow, that's what I think. Love to hear your way in on this. Should CSIS need to get a warrant to use Google? Is that a reasonable expectation of a security intelligence service? Let me know. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisafes. Find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you want to subscribe to <laughs> open source data, by the way, free of charge, Go to my website, borealisthreatenrisk.com, hit the subscribe button, provide your email address. You'll get free daily digests of all the information as well as some special stuff that will be available only to subscribers in the very near future. Love to hear from you, what you thought of this podcast and others, ideas for future ones. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.